This is a Bulldog Radio Podcast. Another day, another episode, everybody. Welcome back to the Most Valuable Sports Podcast. Brandon Worth here, Joe Nagy across from me. And to be honest, it's kind of cold outside here for April, but I'm th- we're thankful that we're not Missouri right now getting three inches of snow. Missouri's y'all. getting three inches of snow. No, dude, Missouri's got like three inches of snow. Like the Midwest is getting hit with snow. Hopefully we don't get hit with it. I do not want yeah. snow I mean, Mother right Nature now. always throws us a curveball every That's single year It's not a good start for the end of the semester. Yeah. Guess what's going on next week? Summertime, I do not want snow. Yeah, I mean, it's it's actually pretty deceivingly cold out here. I did wear sweatpants today, so you wouldn't nag me about wearing shorts, even though I definitely had a hard thought about it. But just for you, Why Joe, are you like that? Why are you like that? Dude, it feels good. When it's freezing legs, cold, no, it chill. doesn't. What do you mean? It feels yeah, a good. little chill is all right, but when it's freezing cold out, it's, it's not. not that cold. It's, it's 20, like 30, it was 25. When it's I, like 35 right now. It's definitely something around in there. In 20 minutes, it's not going to jump from 25 to 35. It was 25 in my car. All right, we'll, we'll look this up here. It's 30 degrees right now, so I was off a little bit, but still. It's still free. It's below freezing. Okay, right now. let me let me settle my case with the fans. Comment on our Instagram or Twitter at the MVSP. Is thirty degrees warm enough to wear shorts? That's let such us a Midwest know. thing. That's such a Midwest thing. But we're Midwesterners. Dude. I know. I'm we're just saying though, because like if you ask that question to anybody else that's not from the Midwest or like from just nah, like from out west, you crazy like, man? Why are you like? That's what they'd That's say. Even, it's, yeah. It's, it's crazy. We're going to have a great show today. We got a couple fair State sports that happen on Monday, including softball. We got some great debate topics. Talk about the little soccer with the Super League. What's going on with that? I have some strong takes about that, and I know Joe does as well. And then rallying out the show, talking about some sports, food, venues, combos. We're going to get into a lot because this summer I know... We have some plans to get to the ballpark, me and Joe do, so we're going to have a nice chat about it. But starting off in the Ferris State Sports Department, softball was in action on Monday, and I know Mr. Nagy here was able to get to one of the games. Joe, how was it? How, how was get it? To one of them. I went to the first one. I was only able to make it for like four innings. It was all right. We ended up losing the game 4-0, which is tough, but I mean, we played good for like every other inning. It was just the it one was just inning. that one second inning that we played tough. It's... First, I think it was, I forget who was it for Ashland. I can't remember the uh, name. Kayla Raputo. Yeah, she. They started off, start off with a double uh, to left center, and then Ruperto. they just kind of got yes. singles on singles, and then uh, Ruperto came up and just hit a absolute, I'll say this, her home run was a laser. Mm-hmm. I don't think it got more than like 50 feet off the ground. Yikes. It was, Those are as the soon ho- as it came off the bat, I was like, oh, that might hit the top of the fence, but I just like... Yeah, those it are is zoomed. Those are the home runs you respect. The line drives because I mean those things, those balls are mashed. I mean, like obviously you can hear off the bat too. Like it was a loud crack. You were scared, yeah. Those those are the ones that always that always get you. But I mean, in the end, we played we played great just outside of those that that's top of the second as you just mentioned them. Ashton getting four runs on nine hits, all four runs coming in that second inning. I think yeah. th- was it three of them that came off that three of them came home off, run. Yeah, yeah, three of them came off the home run and they so, were the. Uh, Get there. They had a girl on second off a double that got in from a single that mm-hmm. like came up before the home run. But like it wasn't terrible. Like we had a lot of chances to score. Like first inning, we left Paige on third after mm-hmm. a, a go a ahead, after the go ahead mm-hmm. triple and just couldn't get her in. Couldn't. There was times where like we just there. I want to say like it's a bad thing, but like on there was a O two count. I forgot who it was, but there was an O two count and it was like a low and away fastball. And I was like, you got to swing at those ones. And then. Uh, I think I don't know if she, I think she just was looking and they in, uh, ended up calling a strikeout. But yeah. at those ones, that's just kind of like the you got to be swinging at that one and just little mental mistakes that kind of left it where we left girls stranded. And if Paige scored the first inning, that would have been a whole different story because it we would have had yeah. to. I don't think that home. I mean, I've, I'd say this now, but like home run might not have happened. There might have been a swift momentum, and that's what we've been saying all year about softball too. Is just like one little thing can change it. So like if Paige scores there, maybe it's a different story. Yeah, I mean, you got to give credit to Julian Middleton, Ashland's starting pitcher. She was phenomenal. She had seven seven innings, only allowed three hits, seven strikeouts, as you just mentioned, one of them, and you know, a bunch of key moments, I would say, for sure. Um, but, yeah, just a, a little bit of a tough one there in the first game. But the second time around, 
We got him, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we got, we got, got him. We got him the second time around with a win, seven to four in the second half of the doubleheader. And both both teams had eleven hits. We just found a way to touch the plate three more oh, times yeah. than they did. Yeah, we came out swinging the first inning, 3-0. They were able to match it, and then we just kind of stayed in control of the fourth, fifth, and the sixth inning, and then able to shut them down the seventh. And I think that's just the thing. It's like we had the bats going in the first inning. It's just like we couldn't get the we couldn't get the hits to fall. There was just a couple things that went wrong for us. But then this one, everything goes right. So, like, it's a little bit of, like, the flip-flop of, like, you can play really well, but you still lose in softball and baseball. Or, like, mm-hmm. you can play really – I mean, we didn't play bad, but, like, it's just, like, for the sake of the argument, you can play bad, but, like, you can still win the game. Like, an ugly win's a win. But, like, here, just stay in control of the whole game, and we played really well. So, it's good because getting a win now, especially close to the end of the season, it'll be good for when we go to the GLEAC championship – or GLEAC tournament, at least. For sure. Yeah, and um, Christy Gray got the start for us. Um, got a little bit banged up in the first couple of innings. Not not injury or anything, of course, I don't believe, but just – um, they were getting after a little bit. She had the the three run inning, I believe, that she gave up at the top of the third, I believe. And Kayla Nugent came in and done a, did a great job. Four four innings of relief, or four yeah. four point one. I say that in quotation marks. Baseball people know what we're talking yeah. about. Uh, seven hits, only one run allowed, and really took care of business, especially down the stretch, like you just mentioned. That only giving up one more run to the Eagles in the sixth, and we were able to get the job done. And we did it. We did it with the bats, which is really good because we haven't had a lot of great off. Offensive performances since earlier in the season where we've light up the scoreboard with runs this high. I think the last time was when we lost to Grand Valley, I believe it was nine to six. Yeah. I believe it was. It was we yeah. was like the last time we actually had a, a I pretty, think that's the last well, time no, we scored. We, we played with uh Wisconsin Parks and we won sixteen two. Oh yeah, yeah. That, so, like, that was like of that the camp. last time though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, still, we got it done with the bats. Abby Mitchell, uh, Taylor Byler, Alien Maggiera had doubles. Um, Mary Zukowski and those also mentioned had RBIs. Evelyn Blood also had an RBI. Um, two stolen bases. Um, pretty, pretty impressive. I would say that this. What I really liked to see was that we came back the second time around. And got the job done. We knew how to make adjustments. Um, we got ourselves in position. We were competitive, and we took care. We just we just found a way to to get the yeah. W, and that that really does matter, especially after. I mean, Ashland's not the most powerful team in the GLIAC, I would say. I mean, I believe they're like nine and they um, have the same overall record as us, 17. but uh, they have a better GLIAC record or conference record. Yeah, I believe it was that we're eleven and we're eleven 16. and sixteen overall. They're nine seventeen, but they're they're better three in the games, GLIAC. They're yeah. three games behind 500, and we're four and 13 right now in the mm-hmm. GLIAC. So yeah, we just haven't got the the groove going in conference play. Yeah. But maybe this is the one. This is the one that strikes the match and lights the fire, yeah. and we can. Get I mean, Wednesday is postponed, so we're playing against Ashland Friday. So it's basically back to back. Ooh, I like the sound of that. Get to play the team that you just beat. That's yeah. full confidence right yeah. there. I will yeah, say I this about our like softball field or mm-hmm. it's in a pretty cool setting. It is like. Especially with the remodel where we got the whole infield being turf, but like we got like the pine trees like all in the outfield, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like a cool little. I don't know. Reminds you what's that? What is it? Miller Park or not Miller Park? Rockies. The Rockies. Oh, of course. Yeah, 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 having the having the, na- has, like, the, the nature-esque outfield. Yeah, that's yeah, kind of yeah. what it reminds me of. So that's, yeah, I think it's pretty neat. cool setting. It's and it's neat. like right across in the apartment, so like students can come watch too. So yeah, just just hitch a little hike on over and get to see a brand set at a brand new stadium, really. Because I mean that yeah. was just installed. So yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool, pretty cool, pretty, pretty cool, cool, pretty cool, pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. But um, going into cool some sports on over the weekend, um, track and field. Hey, hey, some of us, some of us are going to be running at Hillsdale. Some of us are going to be running for uh, at Davenport, um, which will be on different times of week. Some of them, maybe even both. I mean, there's it's. Pretty much going to be um, split squad. Some some are going to run at one place. Some are going to run at another. Just based on competition level and what what exactly um, like time time entries are and just those things. So um, yes, it looks weird. I, I, I had to tell my parents and explain that a couple times, but they, it, it's all for it's all for the competition level. That's really yeah. what it is. Um, tennis starts um, the GLIAC tournament, I believe. Both of them are coming up this weekend. I think women starts Friday. And then men's is Saturday. I think something. I don't know if they're in the same space though. Yeah, I don't. I know they're both at Midland. They're both at. I think yeah. I think Northwood's hosting this year. I don't know necessarily if um if the the tournament bracket has come out yet. I can't. I can't exactly say if it has or not. I I don't think so. I can look it up real quick. Mm-hmm. Though. But Friday, very important if you're in town on Friday at four o'clock and you're done studying, got your projects done for the week. Go watch the women's soccer team. They have the biggest game of the season on deck 
at fair at home against Grand Valley at four o'clock. Can't stress it enough. Going to be a big win to the champs. Exactly, it could be a huge game, and it's going to be a fun one. That's for, that is for sure. There's a lot on the line there. But yes, Saturday, um, men's and women's tennis. I believe ten or women's does start a day earlier. Yeah. Um, why? Don't know, but. It is what it is, I guess. Um, but I don't think the... Um, are you checking to see if the... I'm trying to see if they posted the tournament schedule. Yeah, I'm surprised that they, they really haven't yet, especially if it's going to be this weekend. We also were supposed to play Saginaw. To, um, it would have been yesterday on Tuesday, if you're listening to this on Wednesday the 21st when this episode comes out, that there's that I think that there was something going on with COVID protocol with Saginaw, I think. Don't quote me on that. They also might have just said, you know what, it'd be better for us just to just to have another day of practice and get ready for the tournament because in the end, this game that we're playing right now really doesn't matter because Saginaw's yeah. not really fighting for another spot. And we've already clinched the regular season title, so really there's no need. Um, there is there is a good opportunity for the game, like a little tune-up, like make sure you got everything ready to go in your arsenal yeah. ready for the tournament. But at the end of the day, that, that game wouldn't have mattered anyway. So Yeah, it wouldn't have really been that big a deal. Especially like since we're gonna be playing Grand Valley anyways, so yeah, it would it'll be it'll be a fun one. I mean, there's a lot of there's gonna be a lot of sports in town, and it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting because postseason is upon us as fast the busy, as it's come. Yeah, the busy the busy season is here. It's like just like yesterday, we were talking about how like spring sports are finally starting to come around and everything's starting back up again, and then now it's like God this weekend and kind of next week, and then sports are all. I think one. I think it's maybe soccer or I forget who it is is going to be playing in May. But other than that, like there's softball, like, yeah, softball is going to be playing mm-hmm. in May. But other than that, yeah, like tennis, every other tennis postseason starts this weekend. Every soccer other team is start next almost week. over with already, yeah. which is crazy. It's wild. I know. I uh, wish I made it to a little bit more games this year, but still have time though. Still have time. I mean, yeah, we do have time. Still so. have time. So Not too bad. There's lots of plenty of bulldog sports that you can take a look at. And if you want more information on the games, don't forget to check it out on the website ferrisstatebulldogs.com mm-hmm. but moving now into the more bulk of our show um we we talked we've talked a little bit about soccer in the past and um obviously we don't talk about it a lot on this show but with this nationwide topic we knew we had to put it into the queue of topics for our show what in the world is going on with this super league and i know me and joe um follow i think we follow soccer in a little bit different mindsets i know i've probably followed yeah. it a little We're bit more than he does but i i still like watching it but i don't watch it as much like i still follow it a little bit mm-hmm. but like i've been keeping my eye on this one and this is just like yeah your this whole s- situation i don't know it's i don't like it but like i don't i'm pretty sure no one likes it other than like the executives of the of the league yeah for the i will i will say this to clarify the my soccer is probably your hockey, where you follow it much yeah. closer than I do, and I follow soccer much closely than you do. Yeah, but I, I mean, going but still, it's the this whole thing's just a cash grab. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll, I will say this. I mean, I know personally. If you want background on where I'm coming from, my team is in this was in this Super League draw. Manchester United was, and when I heard this, I was upset. Straight up upset. And I think I can speak for a lot of people in that said the Super League is stupid. Now, here's uh, here's the thing. I understand the points that some people are making that why are we turning down a better competition of a league with a higher um, grossing total schedule that will be... I mean, when the fact is you got teams... Like, you're going to be watching Man- Manchester City, Chelsea, Arsenal, Tottenham, Liverpool... You know, Milan, Barcelona, Madrid. You guys are watching all of these teams going to be in a league together where every single night's going to be an electric game. I get that. Like yeah, that's it's a huge that's game. cool. But this is the thing. The small clubs are going to plummet. And the fact is this is pretty much going to rule over everything. Like this is, this is like just, the, yeah, there's the not going to be going to take a dump. Yeah, because all, the, all the big dump. teams, all the big teams of the Premier League are going to leave. Yeah, I believe they also talked to um, Bundesliga and Bayern from the Bundesliga, and that would have been even more stupid because then Bundesliga is going to drop. Yeah, and it's that's not just taken smart, away from the fans. It's not a smart idea because, like, you're taking away, like I said, it's a cash grab because you're just trying to take away all the main teams that, like, basically give the league that they're in credit and make it big, so that way, like, there's credibility, there's 
fans that want to watch and publicity, but now you just take them all and put them in a Super League. No one's going to want to watch the other stuff unless they're like hometown and like diehard fans, like the smaller teams. I'm not sure what like other smaller teams like in the Premier League and stuff, but like that's like whoever's going to watch. It's going to be on local like TV instead of like national when like because ESPN and I think is there a Premier League channel? I mean, there used to be. I know. I know. I used to have it. But. I feel like it's. Uh, I mean, I know. I have Dish ugh, Rip. But, I have Charter. Um, um, I think. I, I think it's like you can find them on one fifty nine, which would be the Dish channel. I can't remember the exact channel name off the top of my head. I. I want to say it's. It is. I think it's like Sky Sports. I think it is. I oh, know yes. Sky Sports. Yeah, yeah. Does. Sky Sports is on. Uh, uh, it's on. Fox is on Detroit. Or sorry, not Detroit Charter, but I think it's like it shares like the channel with Fox Sports Detroit or something, something like that. Something like that. Those, but there's I a see, connection. I there. see the games and like I'll watch it, and they're not always like the big games. Like there's like some smaller teams and stuff. So like I think that's like the one thing you won't really see that if the Super League is here. Because mm-hmm. it's like all it is is just the owners of the clubs that just want to join, so that way they can make incredible money. Yeah, this uh, this is a tough situation because I mean. The, the the idea around it sounds cool, and I know somebody... But Yeah, the idea is cool, but, but the, the execution is not going to be what... They, or, like, the outcome is not going to be what they think it is. Yeah, I saw somebody tweet out something that I thought was uh, really a, a good comparison of. It would be like, what if we took the... We took, like, the Warriors, the Nets, um, the, the Heat, the Lakers, the Clippers, the Nuggets, the Jazz, the... We would take, like, all these good teams, like the top 15 NBA teams... Put them in their own special league, and then we'll just have we'll just have that it's basically like, as the NBA elite yeah. league. It's like we it's like if we put like the Buccaneers, Chiefs, uh, Packers, and like some the other and Bills, like Ravens, Bills, Saints, or some, or some other good team in their own conference. Throw them all in a league together, and then you'll still like the yeah that league will do great. The other league's gonna just trash out because yeah, no one's gonna want to watch yeah, one, that. No one's gonna want to watch. The teams aren't gonna be making as much money, and it's like. It's just not a good idea. No, it's like you said, it's a good idea in theory, but like in execution standpoint and like how you're actually gonna go about like for the smaller clubs and stuff, it's not a good idea. No, and the the bottom line is to me, this says more about the clubs themselves than it does like going into the idea of the connection with UEFA, which is very interesting. The fact is, like, where exactly did the the permitting of this league come from? Was this from the clubs themselves, which is what it sounds yeah, like? Yeah, because so many of them are dropping out already. Because some of them, said, I don't think it's going to happen anymore. But like some of them are dropping out, so it's well, like no, no. Like the the idea was put out on Sunday saying this would happen. There have been pretty much riots and backouts ever since, and pretty much as of today, Wednesday morning, the leagues were pretty much not going to happen, which is good. It shouldn't. Yeah, happen. it shouldn't. So, but the uh, the reality is how this came about, like. Does this mean that the clubs went behind league backs to make this own league themselves? Like, what exactly permitted them to do that? Like, they can't... Yeah, how did this become... How did this, like, formulate? Did they go to the Premier League office and say, hey, we have an idea? Or did they go to the other league offices and say, we have an idea? Or did they just go do it behind their backs? Because then at the end of the day, it's like... Why are these top yeah, clubs? You're screwing out the. You're screwing over the top leagues you, too. Yeah, you're putting the top members of leagues ahead of everyone else in an equalized league, and just because they have a, they have the higher name, like that's that's a little bit too. That's like, are you like saying if somebody was gonna go over in the NFL and the Buccaneers want to make a rule change and then they make it just because the Buccaneers gave it up and they're the biggest name in football yeah. right now, does that make it right? No, it doesn't. Like this is in the end of the day, you have twenty other teams in the or nineteen other teams in whatever league you're in. Like saying, for example, if Chelsea went up and said, "Hey, we're gonna make this move, and we're gonna do it, and you can't stop us," and saying, "What are the other nineteen teams gonna say? Did they get an opportunity to get in the league? Oh well, no, they're not. They're not good enough." Yeah. Then again, some of the teams that have the big names in this don't even deserve to be in the Super League as of right now because they're playing like garbage. Shout out Liverpool. They're playing say, like garbage. Yeah, Liverpool so, doesn't seem like a good team no. to be in. But I mean, I mean, some of these teams. I'll, I'll admit, Man U's kind of slow this year. I mean, they have been a little. We ever since we pretty much lost our our main our main rotation of players, meaning like Rooney and Van Persie. We've been a much different team. But it's it's still we've still been in the top six in the table. Still, 
We haven't dropped out like a lot of yeah, the other I mean, teams they're not have. Terrible. Not going to mention um, Tottenham just lost their head coach, so they're not going to be in a good situation there. So in reality, this is not a good situation for anybody in this situation because now when this all happened. UEFA, which if you don't know what that is, it's pretty much the the main union for all of the the football clubs and leagues in Europe. It's like um, the governing body, basically. Yeah, uh, the Union of European Football Associations. That is what the acronym yeah. stands for. Um, they were starting to make threats and saying, "Hey, what are you guys doing?" And they were threatening to take them out of the leagues. They were going to take them out of all. They were going to take them out of uh, Champions League. They're going to take them out of. Um, take them out of excuse me uh, Europa League and they're going to even say you know what those players that are in on it they can't play in in World Cup or Club World Cups or World Cup Finals even for that because they were so upset Dang. about this they were threatening that hard and I know that that says even more about the situation because the fact that UEFA is that ticked off that they're going to ban players yeah it had to have been something like is under, going on behind closed doors yeah. nobody needs to know about yeah that went down because like if it's that serious then it's not like in a good spot no this is it's so bad but i mean going out like the the narrative of this story is definitely changing i mean and i mean clubs are taking a big hit on this i know there was a report that went out i i read um, on MSN that said um, Juventus is losing, which was one of the teams that was going to be at, um, admitted into the Super League and was planning on going into it. Um, their shares went down 12% since Dang. Sunday when this came out. That's a big drop, my friend. Yeah. So, But, I mean, we've now had threats from the fans. Um, I mean, I think it was there was a riot. Um, I wouldn't say a riot, but just a blockage of traffic yeah, in Chelsea. I saw, yeah, I saw the that was a big. That those one. are those are probably one of the main pictures you'll see on sports report articles or on um, TV, television shows where they're talking about the situation. You'll probably see some pictures of that 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 blockage of traffic from Chelsea, but that just shows you like fans aren't happy about this. They want to keep it the way it is. I like the system the way it is. I like the idea of team new teams coming in each league if they play well in the bottom league to get up to the top. Yeah, how I does like that, that work, idea. by the way? Because I, uh, like, I know it's like if like you are like the is the last like team that plays the worst they get demoted to like the next league. Yes. But then the team that plays the best in the league below gets moved up. Pretty right? much, yes. I, I, think, remember I don't watching, know if it's top two or it's top I remember watching three. a... Uh, like a Netflix thing about Sunderland FC. Yep, there were they and were they a team were like, that dropped they were out in and the then came champions back up. or something like right. And mm-hmm. then like they dropped like two leagues because they played so bad, and they're now back to it or something like that. Yeah. So basically, each and every year, like the worst, the top. I don't know if it's it might be top five. I know it's like the two, three, I know four, the Premier five League is teams. the top. And yes. The Champions League is below, right? No, 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 no. Champions League is different. It would be the um. Oh, I can't remember what the league is called now. Um, but basically the, the bottom, um, I, oh my gosh, I'm literally blank, blanking so hard right now. Um, I can't remember what the other league is called, but basically like at this point, like, um, teams that have had seen this happen a lot, like West Brom has, is one of the teams that has fell out a lot of times, Fulham as well. Um, they're in the bottom, the bottom two right now, um, with Sheffield, that yeah. those teams are likely next year going to fall, or at the end of this year, they're going to fall out and have to go into the league below. And I can't remember what the other league is called, and it's driving me crazy. Um, it's not League One. That's the French League. I can't remember what it is now off the top of my head. I can't find but it. But we'll, we'll, we'll look that up, and we'll, we'll make sure we get the right information across. But... I think I this to the end of the day. I like what the player like. There, there. A lot of these players went into warm up saying they were wearing shirts that said, "This sports for the fans." It's this is for the fans, which I think is a really good gesture. Like they're they're saying, "Hey, we don't want to do this." Like fans are not gonna like this as far as small clubs are gonna plummet. Yeah. As far as for everything, or do they mean they could rise up? I mean, with uh, the way the way this is all going on, maybe now everyone's gonna be underdog, a fan of an underdog team yeah. at this point. Who knows? Maybe it's a little bit. I mean, it's you can make the argument for both, like that viewership for smaller leagues could go up, or like smaller teams could go up because like local TV won't play like. Because, like, if it's Super League, then the television rights are probably going to go to, like, the big channels. Mm-hmm. So, like, you'll still get viewership of the smaller leagues and the smaller teams. It'll just be on, like, the local channels or, like, the smaller channels. But, like, it still is just not a good idea, though. Because you're taking away... You're taking away the chance for, like, those underdog-type... 
those underdog and like upset type games mm-hmm. where like a small team could upset Chelsea or something like that or like a team at the bottom of the table could be or like go on a run I, I don't know how like the correct terminology but like go on a run and then be like the top teams and then maybe move up to like to the next uh to the next league mm-hmm. okay so but I like did- you want to see that anymore because like the bat I wouldn't say bad teams but like the less team the lesser teams will just be playing against each other and like the better teams with the better players will just be playing together and it's like you're fighting to get to that super league but it's like you kind of can't because it'll be a vicious cycle of like we're not getting as much revenue from TV stuff because not as many people are watching because the Super League is taking up all the big spaces and like we're such a small club that we can't really make a name for ourselves even if we do try to get good players and it's like kind of like the vicious cycle of like not being able to make enough money just because like especially throw it into the pandemic now like you're not going to be making enough money on ticket sales so it's like hey I can't make as much money here I don't know like I said vicious cycle of like just bringing this in no i think that i think that's perfect because small clubs are gonna are basically gonna be non-existent if the super league were to take place like that it's it would be just a terrible situation yeah and sooner or later it would just be the super league yeah but i I did look up to make sure it is bottom three would go to the english football league i can't believe i remembered that or couldn't remember that simple that simple name i mean (laughs) don't know why but i mean at the end of the day like the super league is what basically champions league is that's what it it's what it is, but it's just more condensed on steroids. That's really all it is because yeah, you're taking like the Champions top League still has Champions League still has uh, like good teams, but they're still like lesser yeah. known teams. I mean, top them. top four in the Premier League go to go to Champions League, and then five six go to Europa, and so so on and so forth. But like the top four teams like in Premier League are going to go to the Champions League, which I believe this year, uh, if standings hold out for the rest of the season, would be Manchester Manchester City, Manchester United, hey hey, uh, Leicester City, and then Chelsea will be the top four. Like those are all great elite football clubs like football i mean i should say in quotation marks for all the englishmen out there but um or english women sorry yeah. um but i mean at the end of the day like this is what like the champions league is that's what it's supposed to be like at the end of the day you're going to have all these top level teams i'd rather and if, it, and if they don't make it like that's their own fault. It should yeah, be just from their name. They I'd ra- play yeah, that's well what I'm saying. There. I'd rather have it where you earn your spot to be there. Yes, thank you. Rather than just the namesake of the club being the reason that you get there. Yes. And like the players that you have right now. Yes. So I agree with you there. Yeah. Yes. That's. I think that's what America. That's kind of how I think that's America what the fans feels. are like saying right now, and yeah. everybody's saying it's like we don't want it just to be because these teams have such big players and they have big names right now. And I mean, especially with this league, though, they're still going to be able to afford the big players. So it's like they'll never come, go out of it because they'll have the most publicity out of everybody. Yes. So like the players that want to go to a big club, they'll be like, okay, put me in a team that's in the, in the Super League. Yeah. No more power. We're n- no power to clubs. Make them earn it. Yeah, no, that's yeah. what this is all about, really. This is yeah. just how, all about I mean, the power. namesake already like has an effect on it, you know? But like add it into the Super League fact. It's like if you're not if you're not good enough, you shouldn't be able to make it, you know? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that's I think that's how a lot of people feel. And some people are all for it just because of the idea that, like, yeah, who wouldn't want to tune into a, a Super League game because any matchup from bottom to top or in middle of the road is going to be fantastic because the clubs are good. But at the end yeah, of the who day, wouldn't see there's no chance for Juventus any... There's no, there's no Cinderella story. Chop block. It's no, it would no yeah. longer be possible at that point. You yeah, have to wait till the World teams. Cup every year um, just to get that possibility. And then all these other teams could play. I mean, like, some of the... I mean, we just... I just mentioned the tables as far as yeah. some Premier League teams. I think, you know, like, it's not great where some of these teams are. Liverpool's sixth right now. And yeah, that's not great. Tottenham's yeah. seventh, and they're talking about getting into the Super League. I don't think so. And even Arsenal, who's ninth, that's bad. Yeah, ninth great. in your own league, and you want to get into a Super League? No. Yeah. Absolutely not. But anyway, if you want to learn more on the story, go look it out for yourself. I mean, if you're a soccer fan or not, there's definitely a lot of really interesting news and situation or um news around the situation what's going on but hopefully this just gets blown into the wind say hey we thought about it fans hate it everybody around the sport hates it the players hate it so you know what let's not do it yeah we're just gonna scratch it it i think that's what's gonna happen but like i think just the 
the th- the way that they brought it up and were like, hey, this is a possibility. I get worried that like it'll come back up as a point of discussion down the road. Yeah. That like th- this could happen in the near future, like in the next like 10, 20 years. Yeah. Because it's possible now that it's in discussion, people are going to be talking about it now. Like, mm-hmm. it'll just be on the back of everyone's mind. Like, even after, like, maybe, like, next year, the year after, when it's kind of been squabbled, when it's been squabbled, like, completely, like, there's going to be some guy who's like, let's bring it back. And it's going to be probably, it's going to be a reoccurring point of discussion for the next couple of years. Like, yeah. every every so forth, every yeah. so often. This idea will not go away. It'll be in the back yeah. of everyone's mind for some That's time now. That's the crappy part about, like, this, this situation is, like, it's definitely going to be a reoccurring, like, argument for a lot of people. But yeah, I mean, this is going to be in the minds of now and it might be in the future. We never know, but they're going to have to change the format if they do. But when we take after our short break, we'll come back. Got a little bit more discussion on uh, some golf, including stadium foods. Stay tuned. You see the Bengals' new unis, Brandon? I did. Uh, I think they're... They're pretty clean. Yeah. I they're think not they're, terrible. I think they just simplified them. I've, honestly, that's yeah. really the... Because they I were kind they of... Cool. Before, they were like, all right. But now they're like, all right. All you know right. I mean? Like, they're good. All right, all right, I think that's like the right. one thing that a lot of like teams are going for now. Just kind of make it a more clean design. Yeah. That's really all the Patriots did. did they you just see, simplified yeah. it. Did you see the uh, the concept for turning their, for the white unis, putting on the white helmet or whatever? Mm-hmm. I think that would have been sick. Mm-hmm. That would be, they still could do the that. The NFL might need to reconsider only having the one helmet rule. Because I think there's well, some teams that could have some that's dope the thing, secondary though. helmets. That's the thing. I want, well, because the Lions have the second two helmets. No, right? Don't. Or do we just have the silver? It's it's the same helmet. We just take off the logo. That's the, that's oh, the that's only what difference. It is. Okay. Yeah. For the you're talking about for the Thanksgiving retro historical yeah. uniform. Yeah. Dude, that's the only. There's difference. so many things that the NFL could do that would be sick, but they're just like, no, we don't want to do it. No. Where they're keeping it, they're keeping it the way it was, the but way like, it has been, because it's a historical. League. But the thing is, like, I get that you want to keep it that way, but there's like some things that could make it like really cool. Oh yeah, I and like, agree. I don't think that's what, but that's also you could also say like some teams will go overboard and make like stupid helmet designs and mm-hmm. stuff. But it's like I feel like it's gotta be like I feel like teams should be like, hey, this is our concept right now. Does anybody have any thoughts of what we could do? Mm-hmm. And then like fans could be like, we want to see this, and then they're like, oh, we didn't even think about that. Yeah, bring the midnight black back for the Lions. Bring it back. When do we have the mid? Oh, I'm okay. Never mind. I remember. You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Fans, Lions fans know what I'm talking about. Bring it back. But they have. I we did. I did hear an article that said Rod Wood is saying that they might reconsider their uniform change. I believe it is next year or the following year because they did. They had like the uh, their five year, six year deal that they made or whatever on the uniform. I think it's you can change every five years. Is what the NFL has. I know, installed. You can change uniforms every five years. Yeah. So um, I think that yeah, that that time mark is coming around sooner than we expect because I think we started wearing those unis in like 18. The gray? Yeah. Like yeah. The, 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 the weird, simplified, slanted kind of deal we have. Yeah. I think we're changing it. That's the thing, though, is like there's – because like the Lions, we could have cool designs and stuff if we had like – if we had like a blue helmet or something like that, or like a white helmet. But like, I mean, I guess the gray is like – classic i do like the gray look but there's like other teams that could have sick stuff mm-hmm. like the Bengals if they had like a white helmet that would be that would be pretty, sick pretty cool i think that they could i feel like the there would be a really interesting idea around like what um some some teams like jacksonville could do because jacksonville is a team that has had some very interesting developments on their uniforms in the past, mainly yeah. the two-tone helmet. Yeah, it doesn't... The gradient, so the gradient they, did not look good. If the NFL gave free reign on uniform stuff, you can't even imagine yeah. what Jacksonville is thinking of because yeah. there are already... I think there's got to be some, like... There's got to be some limitations, but also give a little bit more free reign. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Make it just a little bit not so strict. Yeah, I think it would be cool. But, I mean, speaking of, um, I guess, uniforms as we kind of transition here, uh, I mean, did you see the – I know you saw the RBC Heritage a little bit, Joe. You had to have The jacket? Have you seen those plaid jackets, man? Those are sick. Those are so interesting. I don't know what to say about them. I don't hate them, but they just look so weird. (laughs) 
it's so I think they're really cool. The classic like a, red plaid jacket <laughs> in a suit form. I think they're pretty cool. <laughs> it's great. But, I mean, shout out to Stuart Sink. He played a fantastic round. I mean, the, his first two rounds, oh, my goodness. The man was literally fire emoji. He was on fire. I think he was, what, 16 down through the first two rounds? Didn't have to do very much. Yes. Sec- That's phenomenal. <sighs> I mean, especially on that course at Harbor Town. Under dude. total, holy crap! Yeah, he was like five. Str- he was four, four strokes, strokes ahead. ahead of Varner, and Varner had to pull out a five under round just to get that close. That's how fire emoji Stuart Sink was, and I mean he's he had st- so, yeah he had a huge lead going into it. Yeah, he was like what ten? No, he wasn't ten strokes up after two, was he? I can't remember. Maybe, off the but top I know of my that head. it's like when uh, DeChambeau won at Wingfoot. It was like, like yeah. he was like four. He was like going to. He had such a big lead going into like the last round that he could like still shoot like three over and not and still win. Yeah. And when he got to the last hole, he like had like four putts to make like a three footer, and then he would have still won. Yeah, I there. I mean, I I love seeing like the PGA Tour. They put out like these all these stats um, on how these players play and everything, and it's just like it's just absolutely crazy. Like some hearing some of these stats. I mean. Here's how Stuart Sink, uh, I believe he was 29 of 36 greens in regulation the first two rounds. That's incredible. Phenomenal. And I I would love to see the, I mean, he had, had the longest drive of 332, but I don't, I don't know if Bryson was in this, but I would love to see what. Because there were some open holes on that course. I mean, I mean, going to, and there were some holes that you could, that were definitely gettable. I know, like, um, two was definitely one of them. I believe that, uh, yeah, Sink actually eagled number the par five no, hole two. Um, and I believe he also birdied that one in round one, too. So that that was a hole you could easily go get. It just seemed like that he definitely backed off a little bit, knowing he had the lead, which makes sense. I mean, you're up by how many strokes? What's the point of still being, ag- like, you can still be aggressive, but, like, being overly aggressive might get you in the end, so... I think that's the thing. That I think that's like one thing that a lot of competitors have is like, especially him going in where he has that big of a lead. It's like you can't really change the way you play because it'll uh, might affect your like end of game or whatever. Because like if you're used to playing aggressive or like however he was used to playing the first two rounds where he got the big lead, it's like I can play more conservative. But then that could also like kind of throw you off because you're not used to playing that way, you know. Mm-hmm. But then like if you also play more aggressive, so it's like. For those situations, it's like play just how you were playing because it's been working for you. Sure. Because like that's the one thing I see a lot of analysts talk about. It's just like he just ain't like he has enough where you can just play conservative. I'm just like if I was him, I'd just be like, I got a big lead. I'm just gonna keep doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but you can't those, you can't just lay up every shot because well, no, there's the guys thing. coming behind yeah, you on that's chase the thing. card that are gonna come get yeah, you. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, it's like I have a little bit more, and at least in my perspective, if I was in that situation, I'd be like. I have a little bit more leeway. Like, I can cut the corner on this, or I can kind of, like, go for this or let the big dog eat on this hole. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I could, like, try to... Or, like, on par fives, like, you can really just, like, let it rip. Mm-hmm. Rather I mean, if it's a wide, it. it's a wide yeah. open par you know, five. You know what I mean. 300-foot kind of, fairway. Why are you laying up with, a fi- like, a five iron? Like, there's yeah. no sense of that. Like, go, go drive, let the big dog eat, and keep going. It's yeah. not like, don't totally lay up. Like, that's just dumb. That's the one thing that, like... Not even with the RBC and, like, Stuart Sink, but just, like, when other, like, players for, like, golf especially, like, have a big lead, they're just, like, oh, he can just, like, play conservative and, like, really, like, play play yeah. to the course and have good course management. Yeah. It's, I'll, like, yeah, I'm I mean, the exact opposite, and I think a lot of other people are the exact opposite. It's just, like, do things that you normally wouldn't do because you have, like, be smart with, be smart with yourself to go... Harder than usual, sure. I guess. Yeah, I don't know I think, the exact word. No, but. I think that's fair. I think what a lot of people, I would think a lot of what they really mean by that is like, if you have to try to hit a 270-foot hook to get on the green in three with sand traps all the way around, it's like, okay, maybe. Yeah, maybe not. Go, yeah. But if it's a hard dog like left with trees over it and you can get it where you like, get or like a hard top? dog like right yeah. or something. I mean, can, that would be where it's easily like, gettable You could probably get over top and then you can have a short pitching wedge or an approach or a gap wedge or something to get onto the green and then be able to have a close shot for birdie or even just eagle or something like that. Then it's like, why not? Like you have the chance. So what, like, okay, you're up five strokes. So, like, Stuart Sink's up five strokes. It's like, okay, you have to take a drop. That's not the worst thing. Mm-hmm. You can just play smart the next hole and play good course management. Yeah. I and mean, you still be up four strokes. Right. 
Don't totally lay up. Never totally lay up. Yeah, you Unless never Unless it's do. 18th hole of the Masters and you're yeah. up by 10 strokes, maybe. I guess it's more just like a personality type thing. It's like, are you going to lay up or are you going to go for it? Yeah. It, exactly. It's, it's, it's all it's based like on perspective. For you. Exactly. But like, that's the thing. Going to the last round. I guess that's the argument. It's like, I mean, he won anyway, so it's not like it's a big thing, but like... No, it doesn't matter. It's more of like, what would you do in that situation? Would you just keep the pedal to the metal or would you like let off a little bit and play it smart for the last one because you have you basically have like a 90 percent chance of winning the whole thing for sure yeah but congrats to Stuart sink he definitely secured the bag with that one winner yeah 7.1 million dollar purse just an easy just easy pocket change you know for yeah you know, you know how be. uh colin morikawa finished tied for seventh at 12 under par dustin johnson 10 under par finished tied for 13th fitzpatrick finished fourth yeah man fitzpatrick he had like that's a 16, your guy right Huh? Fitzpatrick is your guy? No, 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 no. Xander Shoffley. That's Xander my, that's, Shoffley, that's, that's who That's my is. man. I don't know if he was in this tournament or not. I, I don't think he was. I don't think he was. I, he might have. I don't I don't honestly remember where Justin he is. Johnson was 13th. That's tough. Yeah, he didn't shoot very well. Will Zelatoris, who was runner-up in the Masters, I believe he shot five under par. Um, some notable names. Well, a little shaken up on the day. Missed the cut, um, I believe. Patrick Canley missed the cut. Um, some other guys, uh, Ryan Armour, who I believe won the, what was it, last year? I remember we talked about it on the, the live yeah. show. I was Tommy like, Fleetwood missed the cut. Was, yep, Tommy Fleetwood had Jim an Turek ace. I believe he had an ace on 16 at the yeah. Masters. Yeah, he missed the cut as well. But just tells you, golf's a different kind of a sport, yeah. man. You can be on you some days, you can be really off solid, some other days. The other days you can miss the cut. Yeah, for sure. But moving on into our, our really our final segment here, we got an MV3 for MV3. you. So we have discussed, we're going to discuss our top three, are we going to say stadium? I guess stadium foods. Foods? So we're strictly going with foods. Well, I mean food, like, you know what I mean with foods. It could be snacks. It could be like actual like food. Could it be a drink? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It could be anything. Okay. I Okay. Sure. Like it could be Dippin' Dots or it could be a hot dog or it could be like the fifth third, like whatever it is, like. What's it called? Fifth third burger? That's like 25 pounds or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The big, the big old burger. Well, it's yeah. not going to be a fifth third burger anymore. I know. Sad it's going to be uh, what is it called? LMCA burger. LMCA burger. That sounds so stupid. <laughs> they better change the name. They just need to change it to something else. Maybe they keep it the fifth third burger. I don't know. Maybe they still got the sponsorship for that. Who knows? But Who yes, knows? top three of our stadium food, ed- or edible yeah. food slash Are drink we, slash. Okay, actually, actually, side note. Should we do specialty foods? Or should because like because like Detroit Tigers they have the Tiger Tracks ice cream. Yeah, fifth third has a fifth third burger. Sure, I that's like the only things I know though. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll just do anything. We'll, we'll just keep we'll just let it we'll free keep range. it simple so that everybody if knows we what ta- we're talking if about. If we can do if need be, we can do top five. Now we might have to. Uh, okay, Starting, you go first. You go first. What's your third? Three. You're putting me. We right can do on honorable sp- mentions. We'll top, me top right three honorable sp- mentions. Oh, top three honorable. Wait, top top three, and then we'll do our honorable mentions. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I still got to think of my list here. Uh, top three. Uh, I'll start at number three. Um, ooh, this is. Um, I know my third. If you I, want me to sure, go. you go with your. your I gotta third. go. Dippin' Dots in the themed cup mm-hmm. is number three. That's is. Are you talking in the white caps helmet? I mean, white caps. I mean anything because like hockey. Yeah. Hockey, you can get Dippin' Dots and it's in a hockey helmet and stuff like that. But Dippin' Dots. I mean, you can't go. You can't go wrong with cookies and cream Dippin' Dots at the ballpark. Oh yeah. I mean, seventh seventh inning. When it's like sun is setting, it's like 65, 70 degrees out. Seventh inning stretchers eating dipping Dots. I don't think there's really nothing much better than that. Yep, yeah, I uh, that's definitely one. Being yeah, having a having a milk allergy really sucks uh, the life out I of forget, that one. My, I forgot that no, you're lactose. No, no, you're or, good. Wait. I no, you speak for speaking of America. I'm, I'm lactose intolerant. Did you know that? Really? I drink milk anyways, though. You do you have like a special uh, supplement you can take to? Negate the side effects. Nope, I just go right in. Oh wow, you just got your body. <laughs> I used do to not it? care. I th- I've wondered if I could I ever I do developed, that. But mine's more so serious. I think than I like developed. Start. I think I developed it like later on because you can do that, right? Yeah, you can. I think I got. I developed. Yeah. Yeah. Milk makes my tummy hurt. Five. Yeah, mine. Mine does definitely too. Um, maybe worse than yours, which might be why. Probably. But anyway, um, oh man, number three. I mean, uh. I would I okay I'll go with similar theme. Uh, well, I'll actually stick with a white caps theme too. Just that I thought about it. Lemon ice. 
Oh, I think that's my every goodness baseball field. Gracious. That's so, so good. good. I mean, you can that's get it anywhere. My, that's on my honorable mention. Yeah, I would say I would say the lemon ice is good at um the for example West Michigan Whitecaps have them yeah. at um LMCA ballpark now now fifth third. Uh, it's gonna be weird to say that. Um, but. I would say there is a definite upgrade to go to Comerica Park and get the Minute Maid Lemon Ice. Yeah. That's it's, it's kind of the off-brand. Whitecaps has the off-brand, and then Detroit has, like, the actual stuff. Oh, my goodness. It's good, though, because, like, you can share it, too, because it's, like, a pretty hefty bowl. Yeah. Or it's, like, a pretty hefty container. So, like, it'll oh, take a minute for you to eat. It's so I'll good right now. It's I'm a, a little I'll bit too sour. Pretty... It's a little bit too sour for me. I will say that. The Lemon Ice? The Lemon oh, Ice. Oh, that's definitely. I can say like, that's fair. I'll still eat it. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. I would say that there's definite argument that a lemon ice and dipping dots, it's really the only difference is if you're lactose intolerant. That's <laughs> really the yeah. only difference. Because if you're not going dipping dots, if you are going lemon ice, that's the way I see it. But I think there's some other people that like this, the yeah. the lemonade flavor too. Because I mean, that's that's something unbeatable, especially at a, at a ballpark. Yeah. Okay. My number two. What would my number two be? I know my number one, but I don't know my number two. Same. I'm, I'm still I'm still. My number thinking. two would probably be just, it's, I know like, I know Grand Rapids Griffins have this, but I don't know if anybody else has it though. Is the uh, chili cheese like bacon fries. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're those so are, good. Those are, yeah. There's some nice melted cheese, bacon on the top, chili. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can say I've had, I have had those, but obviously minus They're cheese. They're really good. But still. Very, very good. They're okay. extremely good. Yeah, they're really messy, but like they're still good. Mm-hmm. I would, I would say that they're they're pretty good. Yeah. Um. Oh my gosh, I don't know, man, because I I could make some arguments of some other ones. Um. Ah, dude, those are honestly pretty good. Those I those could make my top two. I'll go with a little bit of twist. So I'm gonna go with ballpark nachos. Those those hit yeah. those hit just a like it's simple, yeah. but they just hit a little different. I don't know what it is. It's like a lot of these foods. It's like um, obviously like my number one will pr- will probably be a pretty boring and pretty lame pretty and pretty boring. pretty easily to to understand. But um, just hits different. I probably just gave it away. Anyway, they, they just it just hits different in the the atmosphere because I don't know what it is about nachos. They just taste a little bit better. I mean, you get like the, there. It depends on the it depends on the place though. Like. Cause like there's well, some, there's, some, pe- there's some, some teams I would say that they're, they are good, but there's like some that like have like the not very good chips mm-hmm. or like the cheese is cold. <laughs> have you, ever you know s- what I'm saying? Oh my God. Have you ever seen inside the Prince- NBA Chuck Barkley, uh, Charles Barkley talking about, um, an audio tune about how crappy the, the sons are and they're how bad their, their stadium and of all the, the foods and stuff is. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? No, I've never oh, seen that. We were watching this after the I show. Thought you were, I thought you were going to say the uh, Prince Fielder when he caught the foul ball and then he just took the guy's like chip oh, or whatever. That's a classic right yeah. there. I yeah. can I can hear I, agree with I that can one hear one Mario right now. Did Prince just take a nacho? Yeah, I'd say <laughs> yes, that's probably one of my honorable mentions though. But all right, number yeah. one. Number you got your number one. one. You, well, go, you go first. Me go first. Oh, okay. State the obvious. Ballpark hot dog. Just hits Ballpark different. Hot dog? Just hits different, bro. I'd say, say it's chili. You. Like a, you gotta get like chili cheese or something like well, that. Yeah, you on can there. Put, okay, I'll just say or that like as a chili. I'll just say that as the base. You can put anything else you want on it. You can make yeah. it a chili cheese ballpark hot dog. And you can make it a uh, it, like you can well, just go with the classic honey just a hot dog. mustard and ketchup hot dog. There's so many different. Just especially like the one days where it's like the dollar hot dogs where you where you just like get like five or six one whatever yes there's nothing i will say this there's nothing better than catching a hot dog from like when they throw them oh, out in the yeah. crowd <laughs> that's tough dude because you got to be like i've only delicate. had a, i've only had delicate hap- when you catch it you're gonna i've only had it happen dog. once and it was like when uh it was at the griffins when they shot out the uh when it was griff with like his like hot dog cannon or whatever mm-hmm. and it shot up right at me and i was like this is it this is the day this i've been waiting for but it was like over the ledge a little bit because I was sitting on second row. Yep. So like I had to reach over, grabbed it. I felt like a king. I yes. felt like a man. Yeah. And I opened it up, started eating it. So good. It doesn't have any ketchup on it, so it's kind of dry. But yeah, like, that's the only downside about they yeah. can't put anything. That's in the one thing though, is because like some some stadiums like have overpriced hot dogs and they'll have like three that or four is dogs. very true. And it's like you're just. It's not even like some and they're not even the, the ones that are overpriced aren't even that good. Yeah, but. it rem- it reminds me of um. The the uh, have you ever seen the um oh my gosh the the movie with um the I'm oh my gosh why am I rookie of the year with um 
the kid that breaks his arm and then ends yeah. up playing with the Cubs. And then the owner comes down to watch him with the family, and he he gives the hot dog vendor. He's like, four hot dogs, please." And he gives him a he gives him a you're eleven bucks short because he gave him quarters. It's like three dollars for a hot dog. <laughs> it's yeah. like, well, yeah, that's pretty expensive. So. Uh, I'm just all for sports references today. It's yeah. just it's just that kind of a day, I, you know, this Wednesday. I like the hot dogs. My number one, Brandon. I think we said this off air. It's the grub tub. Oh yeah, I, I, that thing's just every, loaded. Every, every major like sports thing that I've been to has them. They're expensive as all get out. Yeah, they're like fourteen dollars, but they're the large so drink, much food, <laughs> large drink, and then like they have like a tub that clips onto the top of the drink. Your straw goes in the middle, and then it's fries and chicken tenders on the sides mm-hmm. so good because oh, like you can get like goodness. ketchup you can get like ranch to dip them in and stuff like that and barbecue sauce it's like the perfect thing because like it's 14 dollars, but you won't need anything because yeah. you can get a refill on the drink right so like you don't have to get anything else and if you You'll really don't over. think you can't get that much food you can share it with a buddy and you can yeah and you it's can only seven it. bucks a it's sp- like seven bucks depending on the place but like it's like i think four tenders or three tenders and then it's like is a it? nice handful of fries. More. I know it's like four or five. It might be. I know Griffin's is a little bit less, but like, yeah. then yeah, like I, it's a handful I, of fries. There's definitely a variation drink. for different. Like you don't have to sh- like you don't have to share, but like there's enough there where it can tie people over for the game until oh, like you go to like the restaurant after or something like that. It's so good. It is really good. Uh, I'm just getting hungry right now. Me too. It I'm, makes me miss in person sports. We have to go back to some stadiums. That's that's when the it opens given. up. We're going to a Griffin's game, Brandon. Okay, I've I've I was gonna go last year. Ringside seats are only like forty bucks. Really? Yeah, depending on the game. I'm in. But like the ones right behind the play, right behind the uh, time and a place. Yeah, Zach Wilson. Anytime, any place, anywhere. Any team, anytime, any place. Yep. What are some of your honorable mentions though? Because I have a couple honorable mentions. I'd Uh, say a burger is one of them. Yeah, because like they're good, but depending on the place, like they just put them in like the old like water or whatever. Mm -hmm. They just keep them warm like that. Or, like, some of them, like, cook them, like, on, like, when you order them and stuff. Mm-hmm. I could say you could throw, um, I don't, I don't have this as much, but I think, um, I, oh, speaking of our audience, I think you could definitely put ball, like, ballpark peanuts in, like, popcorn. You could probably yeah, you throw in there, because those always can, those yeah. always can fill a need nah. when you just need something to munch on, yeah. you know? I don't know if, yeah, because you've been to Whitecaps games before, right? Sure, yeah. I don't know if Plenty. you've been there last year, but they opened up uh, mm-hmm. Porky's, like, barbecue yeah, station, Porky's, yep. which is incredibly good. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, bar- any type of barbecue. I know other stadiums have, like, barbecue spaces and stuff, but not every one of them has, like, good, like, specialty items because i know some places have like the restaurants and stuff and like mm-hmm. other places but like yeah like i've been to like the corner in um like comerico and like that's really good but it's like it's so expensive dude. yeah it's crazy. i mean that's anytime you like you go to a ballpark it'll be expensive but. Mm-hmm. yeah it's it's just like a, a different everything just kind of hits different yeah. on ballpark but it's also speaking of like way ball, more expensive speaking of like ballparks and like stadiums and stuff like which ones have you been to oh i've been to i really want to get to some more just because ever like i was starting to go to them in high school and then in college obviously save yeah, money slow down so kind of had to slow down but um I've been to a couple. I think the the number one like most popular notable one that I've been to is Wrigley Field, nice home of the Cubs. That is just a just a place of history. Everywhere you look, there's just something just something about the park that's just different. It's yeah. just so historical. Such a cool place. And well, I mean, it just being like one of like the original like baseball fields. Yeah, the one that's like hasn't really been taken. Yeah, down if you've been like, to Wrigley or Fenway, you just you kind of know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like it's just. Like, it's not, like, I've went to, um, within basically almost two months of time, I went to, I went to Wrigley, and then I went to Miller Park. Those places are two polar opposites. Yeah. Like, it's all, like, yeah. it's like new versus old. Very, very, because, like, Miller Park is a place, like, I've been there a couple times, which is the home of the Brewers. Now it's going to have a different yeah, name. I, I can't say, remember what it's called. Yeah, you see that they're going to change the name? Dumb. Yeah. Hate yes. that. So, you know, the, all, all the iconic names are just Gone. I know it's, it's like, just golly, cash keep, grab. You don't keep the same anyway. But yeah, I mean, when you got a ballpark with four floors, with elevators, and all these yeah. shops on every single floor, and all these new like um literally apparel brands within there, it's like why this is this is not Wrigley Field, not even close. Where you got you got literally yeah, huge like concourse carts everywhere. You got the you got like some of the the pillars, the old style pillars, like within the like within the concourse and everything. Yeah. It's I just, like to slide at Miller Park. 
The slide at Miller Park is kind of funny though. I was I, well, the first time I saw it though, they kind of had it closed off, and it was like, wait, how does how do you go down or no? Is it open to the public to go down? I mean, I'm sure not right now with COVID, but yeah, I know the mask. Fun. I mean, um, their mascot always slides down when there's a dinger. Yeah, when so, there's a home run. Home I know run. that. Yeah. But I mean the retractable roof, the everything about that was just yeah, yeah. But I mean that could, that, that was weird. I went to a game. Um, I believe it was I believe it was Brewers and Cubs. Um, Brewers and Cubs. Yes, when I was with my buddy Hunter, is a huge Cubs fan. Plays at Aquinas. We mentioned him on the show a couple times, and we went there, and it was a five-hour game, absolutely brutal, and it was ninety-five degrees. I, I remember specifically looking at my phone. It was 95 degrees. They had to open the retractable roof every two innings just to get breeze into the into the field. Like that's the soul. It was literally 95 and dead sunny. Like literally, you look up, blue sky, like just straight on top, almost Texas sun. Like it was so hot, and they literally had to open and close the roof to get some breeze into the field just so nobody would get heat exhaustion. Yeah. Or, it was just a just a long five hours. And I, I, I know, like, they're trying to speed up the game for those things not to happen. Completely understandable. But at the same time, it's like, keep the game away. It is. That yeah. only happened. I've, I've, been to, I've been to many Major League Baseball games, and that's only happened to me once. And it just happened to be at that field where it's, yeah. where it's, it's free. not the best, like, situation for it. No. But I've I, been to a couple too. Yeah, you've been to some that I haven't that I, I've tried I've been to get to a on my list. Couple out west that like are pretty nice. I went to, I was at the Vegas like Aviators, their Triple A team, mm-hmm. the one that's affiliated with the A's. Mm-hmm. That's a really nice stadium. Mm-hmm. I would say I would say Fifth Third's a little bit nicer, just like for like a fan fan experience, like at least for watching it. But like just being out in Vegas, everything's got to be an experience. Yeah. So like they have like a pool, they have like entertainers all the time and stuff like that it's just more of like a different atmosphere out there Mm -hmm. and like that one's really cool because like it's more of just like a like like i said more of an experience but like obviously like fifth third for the white caps grand rapids griffins and stuff i went to u.s cellular in chicago Mm -hmm. that one's all right i will say this because you need a ticket to go down because we got there early for batting practice Mm -hmm. but unless you have a ticket for the lower bowl or for like the lower side you can't go down there so like, uh, we only had a ticket for the upper level because we got tickets like late. They're that strict? Like, they'll tell yeah. you, oh my gosh. Because we had tickets for the upper level. No wonder nobody likes White Sox people. Yeah. Or White Sox. Because you can't go anywhere <laughs> lower. So, like, you can only stay up top. That is dumb. Yeah, it's stupid. Just for batting practice? For any time. You can't go down at all. So, like, I wanted it because, like. Like, are they trying to make sure that people aren't scoozing others out at their seats? I think so. I think so. But, like, I don't know what the Man, deal is. At the is, end of but the day, it's like, dude, like. If there's only twenty thousand people at the game, because it's on a, like a like a Monday night or a Wednesday yeah, well, we night, went, in the we went of to a week. Uh, we went to the opening day for them when they played the Tigers. Oh, okay. It was that, my senior year spring yeah, break. Yeah, they were I probably think, like, oh, we need to make sure we start this off and yeah. let people know what's up for the year. Well, like we couldn't, yeah, we couldn't go down. And I was just like, that's dumb. Like I want to go down and see like the whole stuff that's around there. Yeah, I would that's too. what I like about Comerica Park because you can like no matter your ticket you can go wherever you want. Oh yeah, they like, like you can walk around. I mean that might be just because do we don't have that many fans there, but I mean yeah, it's still you can move. There's down a, well, I mean back to... when we were so good, like I you could go wherever you wanted. Well yeah, there's a couple as more long, that as long as you're not stealing somebody's seat yeah. that's actually there. There's then a couple more places that I want to go on my bucket list. I've been to the GL or not the GL the uh, LCA Little Caesars. That's one I want to go to. That was pretty cool. Never went to the Joe, which is kind Neither of neither did I. I was, which I regret. I've went by it on the. Like we went there, we down, we went there on a um, or went in Detroit around on a train, um, on on basically a school trip. It was pretty cool. Um, but we I went by it, walked by it, never been inside of it, and never probably will. And I was kind of like, man, because I know I've like heard things about like that in the palace too, where they're not like that great of like amenities, but they're still like cool. Just yeah, to it's say, just like, a history I've behind them. Yes, the history behind it. I've been to the palace. I've been to the Joe. It's like people that know know what you're talking about. Yeah, and it's like it that's used, an experience of this, its own. I am more happy that I don't have to pee in a trough. That's uh, nice. I've heard that so many stories right. about that. I think that's like a lot of the things that have to do with like the old stadiums like just peeing in the trough. Like oh. not the best experience if no. you're a guy. A Some lot of guys can confirm. Still have that in their a lot bathrooms. of guys can confirm. Peeing in the trough is not fun. Dude, some high schools still have that as their public bathrooms. That's not cool. No, it's, like, it's unsanitary. Gross. But like yeah. there's oh. a couple more that I, want. I definitely want to like go on like an out west trip and go to like Dodger Stadium. 
Yeah. And like, I do want to go to, um, I want to go to the Mariner Stadium really bad. Mm-hmm. Just because I like the space. I, I want to go to the Giants and stuff like that. Yeah, those I definitely are cool want to go to Wrigley. Yeah, Wrigley's a cool one, I would say. Fenway. I would like, like a lot of those out, stadiums that I like I would like to go out of uh, to Coors Field. I know you talked about that one earlier. That's I one like I want to go there. I've I've been to Denver and I oh, I was this close. Me and my brother were this close to going to get to, uh, Avalanche tickets, but at this point we would have been back because we, we were staying in Breckenridge because we were we were shredding the shredding the slopes over spring break. So uh, it would have been a seven o'clock game. Probably wouldn't have got out of there till 10, 11 yeah, o'clock. 10, then 11. had to drive three hours, and then we'd go snowboarding the next day. Probably would have been fun, but it would have been fun. But nah, you're definitely tired. You'd be so dead. Speaking so. of just like, or like, I've been to the Nashville Predators, uh, Smashville. Oh, that was, that I will say this: that's the coolest experience pre-game, post-game, and in-game that I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Because like pre-game. People are just like on the streets. They have vendors. They have like street hockey games going. Like they have like news crews like covering mm-hmm. the whole thing. And like it's really cool. At least for the game I went to, it's like super cool. And like in game, the fans are like always like loud. Like everybody's excited to be there. Nashville was at the time was like re- made the playoffs. So mm-hmm. like or was like on track. Yeah, yeah. They're like a legit team. And then like post game, like you have just like everybody like cheering in the streets and stuff. So like I think that's like the coolest experience I've ever had for a game. But. There's a lot more that I want to go to that's just, like, I want to check off my bucket list because, especially now since, like, COVID hit and stuff and, like, I mean, we'll probably get back to in-person sports more, like, or, like, full capacity or whatever, but, like, still being able to make to make it to those venues and be able to, like, experience it, like, in the full, like, grasp, especially, like, before. I don't think Fenway or Wrigley will ever get torn down. I don't think. I think they'll stay, like... Please, no. I think they'll stay up. I think they might move, like, the teams might move, like... Um, venues, but just to go there while there's games being played there, I would think that would be one of the greatest experiences for it. Because there's only a couple places in sports venues that's like basically like the mecca. Yeah, you know what I mean. You have to you have to be there regardless of what what team you're you represent. It was like Madison Square Garden, yep. the Joe at the time, yep, Fenway, Wrigley, yep. yep. Dodger State, Dodger State's kind of like that, but like Fenway, Wrigley, you could probably throw. It's, Lambo in there. Lambo, yeah. There's only like a couple that are like sports fans. Like For you got to go there. Yeah, there's a couple football stadiums that are pretty iconic. But um, I want to go to the Seattle football game too. Oh my gosh, Legion dude. of Boom. Oh, dude. I want to go. I don't know what they've changed the name like 14 times. CenturyLink Field, Quest Field, whatever it is. I want to go out to Seattle so bad and just I didn't go care out who they there. Play. I just want to hear how loud it is. Yeah, the, the, the it's just the 12th man. It's oh, just it's just a different atmosphere. I mean, right. just it just sounds like everything up like in the the Pacific Northwest is just cool. Loud. Like all the stadiums, cool. I do want to go. Teams good. My uh, I do want to go to atmosphere, a uh, lit Portland Timbers versus Seattle Sounders game. Oh, dude, that rivalry is, that is insane. Very my fun fact: my cousin actually worked. I think it was for Portland Timbers. Really? And uh, during that game, for his, it was on his birthday, so we got to hold the flag while it was the um, V flag. Or it was the USA flag, like, the during flag. the national anthem. Wow. That's cool. Because he worked there. Yeah. Super That's cool. cool. I want to go there just because, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Just I thought, cause, like, I thought uh, at first you meant, like, the 12th man flag, and I was like, wait. No, I'm talking about Portland what? Timbers. Yeah. I, yeah, I know. I, I wasn't registered. No, no, no. No, he got to hold the American flag, though? Yeah. Dang. They don't let that... They don't give that to any, everybody. Yeah. That's cool. Well, he worked there, so, like... Right. Yeah, that's cool. He was a more higher up, but... That's still... Anyways. Just to say, yeah, I held the, I held the American flag at a... U.S. sports venue in the middle of how many thousands of people? Yeah, pretty cool. Cause I know like that's one of like the biggest like, especially if like you want to just like have a good fan experience. That's like one of the big ones. Yeah, I th- they want just kind of it's just going out like everything out west just seems cooler. As far as sports venues, it seems yeah. like. Everything, but there's also different cultures, though. Yeah, everything east is, like, historical, older, but out west it's, like, new, modern. New, modern, cool. more focused on, like, the fan, ex- like yes. fan experience yes. rather than just, like... The history, yeah, yes. I think it's more focused on, like, creating an experience for the fan rather than, e- out like, east and midwest, like, kind of sports venues. It's more like it, the, game is, the game is the experience. True. I would agree Rather than, that. like, creating other things for it. Yeah, I would totally agree with them. Yeah, but once one of these days, Joe, we're gonna have to get yeah, out. Yeah, go on a nationwide road trip. Thirty go to every day, sing- thirty days, thirty parks, thirty parks in thirty days. Is that possible? I mean, it's gonna be. You'd have to be plan tough it for right. Dry. We'd have to probably rent a, a van and sleep in it. I mean, you just do one over the summer. Like you just do like every park over the summer. 
Right, but if we did 30, 30 parks in 30 days, we'd have to... Get a sprinter have, van to sleep in the van? Yeah, we'd have to haul, like, and drive overnight to get to some places. Like, oh, yeah, but... Try to get to, like, go from somewhere like Seattle and get down to... When we're old and retired, we Denver. can just fly everywhere and go to games. Yeah, we'll have retirement money. Yeah, got that good money. Yeah, we could get the, the money from the podcast, you know? Yeah, that's if we get an ad, if Anchor gives us an ad, <laughs> yeah, for once, very interesting situation. But you know what? We'd have fun doing it regardless, right, Joe? Always. And we hope you, as the fans, do too. Thank you so much for tuning in to our latest episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the MBSP for all news around the podcast. If there's a live event that we're going on to, possibly this summer, wink, wink, smiley Who face. Who knows? Uh, make sure you t- tune in and follow us as well as subscribe to all the platforms that we have. I won't name all nine of them because you're going to have to find them yourself. I'm just going to say that every time now. They're going to have to find them themselves. I don't know all the names, but we are on nine platforms, people. And if somebody finds out all nine, figure it out. Then we'll give you a shout out if yeah. you let us know. But until next time, take care, everybody. 